For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, uh, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are. <laughs> Welcome to World Soccer Radio. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Uh, it's a great day to be with you because we have a full slate of Premier League matches coming up this weekend, of course. Uh, the two that were played today, uh, Southampton uh, beating Newcastle uh, was probably the result I didn't have today. Take Southampton to the top of the table, but they do have a game in hand. So, look, we're going to talk Premier League. It's exciting stuff. I'm going to give you our picks. This show, of course, is presented by Bet Online, And never fear, we will be giving you all of the odds. And I'll be giving you my picks, prognostications, and some good value bets courtesy of Bet Online. Well, it is great to be with you today. And we are on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports, as well as I'd like to welcome to our show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, then again at midnight. That's Monday through Friday. We talk the beautiful game. Hope you will make me a regular part of your week. You can find me on Twitter. That's uh, Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com uh, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Some juicy, juicy matchups today. Uh, well, today, excuse me, this weekend, including a match that could decide whether Ole Gunnar Solskjaer stays at the helm of Man United as they will go to Goodison Park and play Everton. Uh, Crystal Palace leads Chelsea, Sheffield United, West Ham, Fulham. The big match of the season, uh, the big match of the season, the big match of the weekend, of course, is a Manchester City and Liverpool, that is the match that I think everybody is looking at, uh, myself included. Uh, I'm going to break it all down for you. We're going to talk about who we think is going to win. I'm going to give you the odds. I'm going to give you some value bets if I can find any. And I hope that you will have an opportunity to enjoy a little wagering, responsibly, of course, at our presenting sponsor, betonline.ag. And by the way, before we get on with the rest of the show, I just want to highlight a couple of other podcasts on the Believe Podcast Network. There's BSI, the podcast, which has Benny Failheiber, uh, Sal Zizzo, and Ike Parra, And, of course, Shep Messing has his Shep Messing Daily Show on there. Great stuff. You can check it. Check them out wherever you get podcasts. But, of course, you can always go to the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a break. We'll be right back to kick it all off here on World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back to World Soccer Radio. I'm your host, Nick Eber. We are presented by betonline.ag. That, of course, Sham69 and Hurry Up Harry. Uh, I'll tell you who is going down the pub right now. Southampton currently sitting top of the Premier League uh, after their 
Friday win against Newcastle United. Uh, Steve Bruce, you know, uh, he has got to get that Newcastle team uh, playing with some form of consistency. I think that's been a big problem for them. But look, welcome back to the show. Lots to talk about. We're going to get into each and every Premier League uh, match this weekend. There are only eight of them, of course, because we had two today. Uh, there was a rather dour match, I have to say, was the first Friday match. Uh, Brighton, Burnley, nil-nil at the Amex was not really a barn burner. Um, I suppose. And then, of course, it's St. Mary's, Southampton, uh, getting the uh, two-goal victory and the clean sheet against Newcastle. We're going to go through all the matches, but before we do, let's go through some of the news and, and stories in the Premier League uh, and around the world of football, because there's some pretty interesting stuff coming out, and including a story about Jose Mourinho that I want to talk about a little bit, because uh, I, I think it's uh, really interesting, because... Um, Jose Mourinho is spouting conspiracy theories. And, you know, I, I, I bring it out because, of course, you know, we're in this election cycle here in the United States. Uh, and, you know, there is going to be uh, an, an election result. And, and I'm going to stay apolitical here because this is a show about sports. And I have no desire to uh, irritate either one of the groups uh, on whichever political spectrum you're on. Spectrum you're on. But this recent political landscape has been chock-a-block with conspiracy theories on the left, on the right, in the middle, whatever. I mean, the, the sort of nonsense stuff that Hollywood movies are made of all of a sudden becomes reality for us here. And, and it is very strange. And now we're seeing this sort of filtered down into football where sort of the uh, outspoken, controversial guy that Jose Mourinho is, obviously the current manager of Tottenham, uh, has recently said that he is not comfortable with three of his players at Tottenham, particularly, of course, Gareth Bale, working under an Arsenal coach while they're on international duty with Wales because after this weekend's Premier League, we're going to take a break for some more interminable international football. Because Albert Steibenberg, who is an assistant coach uh, under Mikel Arteta, is going to take over Wales as, of course, a result of Ryan Giggs being temporarily suspended from his job as coach and manager of Wales uh, because he apparently, well, allegedly beat up his girlfriend and is under investigation. So Mourinho is unhappy with three of his players working under an Arsenal coach. He sort of is suggesting that somehow... By working under an Arsenal coach, that coach would be more inclined to injure Mourinho's players. Of course, no, don't forget now, Tottenham Arsenal, that is the North London derby. That is the huge rivalry, right? So, uh, what do you think? I mean, I think that it's rubbish. I, I can't imagine a professional uh, would ever do that. And particularly uh, a professional, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, Albert Steibenberg, 
would ever deliberately de- injure any player or do anything along those lines. I think it's a ludicrous statement, and I think it's so typically Jose Mourinho, and even better, it's so typical of the era in which we live, where people actually are going to come out and make ludicrous statements like that. And I think the FA, and I think um, the, uh, the, the, the Welsh FA, should be coming out with a, a statement of condemnation uh, it, it's outrageous. And by the way, Gareth Bale and the other Welsh players on Tottenham should stand up and make a statement in support of <coughs> Albert Steibenberg because I think what Jose Mourinho is saying here is just silly. It, it's ludicrous. And it casts aspersions. And it's just it's just so typical of the day and age we live in. And look, I love Jose Mourinho uh, because he's outspoken, because he's controversial, because he doesn't always put his brain in motion before he moves his mouth. And I suppose that's why a lot of people like Donald Trump or whoever. And and I'm not saying which one I like or which one I don't like. I said I like Jose Mourinho. I think he's I think he's really great for football because he, he gives guys like me lots of stuff to talk about. But in this case, I think this is going just just a step too far. And I don't like it. And, and I think we have to keep these things separate. I think it's bad enough that valuable club players go have to play on international duty anyway and be susceptible to injury. But the idea that somehow an assistant coach at Arsenal would deliberately injure a Tottenham player is outrageous and deserves someone speaking up against him. All right, to move on to a few other stories out there. Uh, and again, we've been talking about this ad nauseum this week. The huge match at Goodison Park today has all sorts of ramifications to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after a midweek loss in Istanbul against a team that they really should have beaten. Uh, Again, it was away, so I'm going to give them some credit. But keep in mind the pressure this guy's on. Also keep in mind that they are playing a Saturday early game after playing midweek in the Champions League. So that is not helpful. But look, the Manchester Evening News is already reporting that United have approached uh, Mauricio Pochettino about replacing Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as the next manager. That's also being uh, backed up by the star, although The Athletic is reporting that that's not the case. And Sky Sports also kind of singing the company line about Solskjaer staying at the helm. But we will see. We will see. Uh, by the way, oh, speaking of Tottenham, interesting story. Daniel Levy apparently offering Son Hyung Min, who is a, ter- I mean, wow, he's uh, what? I think uh, number one or number two scorer right now in the Premier League. They're offering him the same wages as Harry Kane because they are concerned that he might not want to stay at the club. And I love this guy. I mean, not only does he have great talent, great finishing, but his, uh, his guts, his desire, uh, and his uh, passion for the team uh, speak every time he takes the pitch. So I'm glad to uh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we talked to you a little bit yesterday about Paul Pogba, and I was talking about how at 27 years old he may I, I think he's going to get sold by United. I think they're going to cash in on Pogba because I think they got to actually start rebuilding a core of a team. Interestingly enough, Real Madrid are interested, and they could sign him for up to 54 million pounds, which would give. Um, Man United, some money, but I wonder if that's possibly kind of a low ball number. I don't know. We'll have to see <clears throat> what happens. Um, uh, on the whole, that's about the big news that's of interest as we go into the uh, Premier League matches this weekend. Uh, obviously, as I mentioned, Everton, Man United, a huge match for all sorts of reasons. But let's not forget some other great matches too. Um, Arsenal Villa should be a good match as well. Leicester Wolves. Uh, West Brom at Tottenham. 
these will be the most interesting ones, of course, uh, Liverpool-Man City, the sort of marquee match, but we're going to kick it all off uh, with Everton-Man United being the match with probably uh, the most import. All right, I'd love to hear from you. And again, I'm going to be giving you some odds and some predictions and some value bets courtesy of our presenting sponsor, betonline.ag. I love this, guys, in case you don't know. This is what it's all about for me. Premier League weekends, exciting, terrific, wonderful. By the way, if you have Peacock with NBC, I recommend it highly. Very inexpensive, and you get to see all the Premier League matches you can chew on, plus all the other Peacock programming. Actually watching this show right now, and they're not paying me to say this, Mr. Mercedes, that's... uh, a fantastic show. It's based on a Stephen King book, but it's a, sort of a, a detective show. Check it out. It's on Peacock if you, if you got it for the Premier League. There's some other pretty good programming on there as well. All right. It is almost time for me to take a break. When I come back, we will kick it off. Let's take a look at the Saturday games. Everton United, Palace Leeds, Chelsea Sheffield, West Ham Fulham. Uh, we're going to take a look at it all here uh, on World Soccer Radio, on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, American Forces, iHeart, TuneIn, and of course, our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network. All right, I'll be right back after this. Stay with me. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. We are live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, talking the beautiful game Monday through Friday at 6 p.m., then again at midnight. And, of course, you can find us on the Believe Podcast Network as well, B-L-E-A-V. We are presented by uh, betonline.ag. And with both the Premier League season and the NFL season in full swing, you might not be at the game this year, of course, empty stadiums, but you can still be on the game with all the action at betonline.ag. From game spreads to totals to team player to coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online, plus there's always the online casino as well. Look, head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts, and I am going to be giving you some Premier League odds and picks courtesy of betonline.ag. The lines I'm giving you are from BetOnline, and you can go there and see them for yourselves. All right, let's start it off, shall we, with the Saturday matches, and let's start with the biggie at Goodison Park. We are, of course, talking about Everton, Man United. This is a huge match for a lot of reasons. You may remember earlier on in the season, uh, we are now, this will be the eighth game for these teams. Um, Everton were flying high. <clears throat> they hit the ground beautifully. They had, uh, you know, it was took a, a 2-2 draw at home against Liverpool in the Merseyside derby, which was considered a bad result for Liverpool. A, uh, I think most people thought for Everton that was a, a decent result. But since then, they had a 2-0 loss away at Southampton. They had a 2-1 loss away at Newcastle. So they're on a, they haven't won in three games, and they have fallen down from their perch, top of the table, where they were for much of the first uh, five games of the season. They're now currently in fifth place. And their form has been, uh, as I mentioned, you know, it, it's been off a little bit. Of course, 
excuse me, got something in the throat there. But um, the good news for Everton's fans is that Hamas Rodriguez is back from injury. He's been a big loss from them. It's going to be a big boost. Um, they are going to play Jordan Pickford in goal, and I'm not a fan. That's a bit of a problem. But on the other hand, United have had an awful week. Uh, they did absolutely nothing to Arsenal last week when they lost at Old Trafford. That put all sorts of heat on Solskjaer. And then the Champions League in Turkey on Wednesday was just awful for them. And I, I, I think probably Solskjaer is having a difficult time getting the tactics right and figuring out how to work this diamond formation that he's playing. Pogba's work, not working really on the left. Pogba doesn't really work in the middle. I don't know what he's going to do with Pogba. Um, I just, you know, I, I think on paper right now, you would say Everton is sort of poised to win this game, uh, especially it being at Goodison Park. And United are poised to continue to, dis to struggle. Right now, actually, United are the slight favorites at plus 140. There's plus money on all these, by the way, and I'm giving you the money line. Uh, courtesy of betonline.ag Everton a plus 185 but I'm going to tell you it's the draw at plus 230 which I think is the right result I think that's where we're going and I'm going to tell you that the last two matches between these teams going back to December of last year at um, Old Trafford was a 1-1 draw again in March uh, at the return leg at Goodison was a 1-1 draw you know you got to go back to April of 2019 at Goodison for United uh, to go to Goodison and lose 4-0. That's not going to happen. This game, I think, my gut feeling is this is a 1-1. So at this point, I would take the draw on this game. Uh, next up, Crystal Palace. And I'm just going to check the time here. We've got to kind of keep this moving along because there are eight matches to get to. And I want to make sure that we manage to get to them all. Um, the next match on the list, uh, let's go to Selhurst Park where Crystal Palace are going to be facing Leeds United. And this, is, look, this is sort of one of these unsung uh, games. Uh, obviously, Leeds United, a promoted team. Uh, Bielsa, the manager, that's pretty exciting. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, Crystal Palace, um, Roy Hodgson, he kind of plays a stodgy style. It doesn't like to uh, attack too much. They like to defend. And of course, by the same token, Leeds United, oh, they love to attack. Palace have had the fewest shots of any team in the Premier League in seven games. A second only to Liverpool, by the way, who has 96. Uh, Palace have 57 shots so far. That's, that, that's the fewest. Liverpool have had more, one more than Leeds. So what I'm saying is Palace have had the fewest shots. Liverpool, uh, Leeds, excuse me, have had the second highest number of shots, second only to Liverpool. So you've got one team that really sits back, soaks it up, tries to hit on the counter, and you've got another team that comes forward, you know, balls to the wall, let's just say. And <laughs> the thing is, neither of them, <laughs> they, they both have 10 points. So, you know, different, different styles, different outlooks, but essentially uh, pretty much the same. Uh, we're going to see which is more... Um, which is more effective. My gut feeling on this one, folks, my gut feeling here is I am liking Leeds United away very much for this game. And um, uh, you really have to go to the table for me to tell you why. Uh, because right now, Leeds United are sitting in, in 12th spot uh, in, uh, in the table, which is, uh, you know, uh, which is pretty good, actually. And th their form has been, uh, they lost at home to Leicester, okay? 
Uh, they beat Villa away 3-0. Now, this, these are the sorts of results you've got to look at. 1-1 um, against City. They beat Sheffield United away. I like Leeds United for this one, folks. And, and I'll tell you, they are actually the favorites, even though they are the away team. They're plus 147. I like Leeds 2-1 for this game. That would be my pick. And right now at plus 147, you can get some juicy plus money on this one. I recommend the Leeds United and the Bielsa Premier League uh, era uh, continues. Next one up, let's go to Stamford Bridge, where Chelsea Football Club will be hosting Sheffield United. Uh, Chelsea are the prohibitive favorites here, uh, plus 244. And I'm going to tell you, they're the prohibitive favorites here for a very good reason. Um, if you look at Chelsea's season, and they're currently in seventh spot, uh, they have uh, they have one loss on the season, three draws. Those draws have come to West Brom, uh, Southampton, uh, and Man United. They've all been away from home. Their home form have been very good this season, coming off a... Uh, and, of course, they are coming off an away win uh, against Burnley. Sheffield United are really struggling. I love the Blades. I loved them last season. I thought they were a terrific-looking team. Uh, but, you know, they just can't score goals. And remember, they beat Chelsea 3-0 back in July. But they are not scoring any goals. They have scored three goals in seven games. They may score one, but Chelsea are going to score more. I like Chelsea very much for this. Not really any value there. So let's move along. Next up, West Ham Fulham. Uh, this is somewhat of an interesting game as well because you've got two teams, West Ham in 14th place currently, <clears throat> Fulham in 17th place. Uh, Fulham have won uh, one game. That was their last match. That was at home to West Brom. Uh, West Ham have not won uh, in three matches. Their last match was a loss to uh, Liverpool, and I'm trying to rush along here so we can get these Saturday games out of the way. Um, this is not the most exciting game although i will say this i thought west ham looked pretty decent actually against liverpool where they did actually lose they've got to win here and this is at home for west ham and i think even though there are no fans and i spoke a lot about this yesterday about how it was sort of you know affecting the atmosphere and the the whole sort of 12th man nonsense and all of that this is at the london stadium it's a london derby i like west ham united for the win for this one uh, again right now there's not great value there they're minus 125 all right, uh, that's going to wrap up the Saturday games. Uh, when we come back after the break, uh, well, actually, you know, I've got a little bit of time here, uh, so I don't know why I'm rushing you along. We do have a couple more minutes. So uh, let's, let's get back to the West Ham game. I think the results, the way West Ham play ha has been better than their results. And that's always sort of a dangerous thing. But if you look at who West Ham have played, they haven't had the easiest run of it um, by a long shot. They started the season with a loss uh, at home to Newcastle. Uh, they lost away at the Emirates. They did beat Wolves at home. They then went on and beat Leicester at home, which was a great result for them. They then had two draws, one against Tottenham away, which was a fantastic result, and the other against Man City at home but then the loss against Liverpool. So if you think about it in point of fact, they've played three of the quote-unquote much bigger teams, got great results. The, the, the win away against Arsenal, uh, Tottenham draw, and of course the Man City draw, and then the loss against Liverpool. 
I think West Ham United are poised for a big win here. And uh, I, I'm not quite sure this is going to be as dour of a game as I think some people think it will be. I like it. Not by the same token, Fulham uh, have, you know, they're sitting one above the relegation zone. And while they are coming off that win uh, at home against West Brom, uh, it's been bloody awful. They've lost, uh, they lost five of their previous six matches. And so I think Fulham are going to struggle this season. They're not going to get anything here. But you may want to bet the goal. So this is two and a half goals on this one. Over two and a half is minus 114. I like that. I think this is going to be a 3-1, possibly something along those lines. All right. Well, I am running out of time now this segment. So let's uh, move on. Get ready for the Sunday matches. So stay with me here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sports Overnight America, and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Just a reminder, we're presented by betonline.ag. And immediately upon the conclusion of this show, you can find it on our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network. All right, I will be right back after this for the Sunday games. Of course, that's uh, Iggy and the Stooges saying no fun. We are going to have lots of fun this weekend with the Premier League. Uh, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. And, of course, we're on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports, as well as the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, tune in, and of course, immediately following the show, you can find the show in its entirety on our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, and go ahead and subscribe to us on any of your favorite podcast networks, and of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you can find us there, but if you go over to Believe, they've got some other great soccer programming there too, BSI with uh, Benny Feilheber, Sal Zizo, and Ike Opara. And Shep Messing has a daily show there. Great stuff. Check it out. Go to the Believe Podcast Network. All right. In the last segment, I gave you my picks for the Saturday games. I'm just going to recap them very quickly. Um, again, these odds are courtesy of betonline.ag. Now, I've got my bets in already, but you may want to check. Obviously, these lines will shift as we get closer to game time. Uh, right now, I have the draw between Everton and United. That's at Goodison Park. Uh, that's plus 230. I have Crystal. I have Leeds beating Crystal Palace away at Selhurst Park. That's plus 147 for Leeds United. Uh, Sheffield United, the Blades visiting uh, Chelsea at uh, Stamford Bridge. Uh, I have Chelsea winning at minus 244. Not a lot of value there. And at the London Stadium, Fulham traveling to play West Ham United. Uh, West Ham minus 125. And I'm saying take the over two and a half goals, which is minus 114. So that was my uh, recap from last segment with the Saturday games. Let's move to the Sunday games. And let's start with West Bromwich Albion uh, playing Tottenham Hotspur. And this is, uh, well, I would say this is an interesting match. It's at the Hawthorns, okay? So Tottenham have to travel. We were just talking about uh, 
Jose Mourinho complaining and being worried about what's going to happen when his uh, Welsh players play under the Arsenal assistant coach who's going to be the temporary head coach of Wales. I think that's much ado about nothing. Uh, having said that, you know, look, um, bringing, bringing Gareth Bale back to Spurs uh, was a masterstroke. Uh, Jose Mourinho finally has a really good squad to work with. Uh, obviously, we talked about Hon Min Song and the fact that they've decided to pay him as much as Harry Kane. There's a lot to like about this Tottenham team right now, especially with a world-class manager like Jose Mourinho. Uh, this team is a bit in, on fire. They have lost, they lost their first game of the season, by the way, which was at home against Everton. But since then, it's been pretty good going. They're coming off two wins in a row at home against Brighton and away against Burnley. Um, on the other hand, we have to look at their opponent, West Brom, uh, who are, uh, let's put it this way, in the relegation zone, winless on the season. They've conceded 16 goals. Now, keep in mind, Tottenham have scored 18 goals. They're actually the top-scoring team in the Premier League right now. And West Brom are the most defensively frail team in the Premier League and have scored the most and have conceded the most goals, which is why uh, there's... <laughs> Which is why right now Tottenham are minus two hundred, West Brom plus five twenty. Uh, look, I like there is there is some value here because right now the over two and a half is minus one fifteen. So it's over two. If it's three, so they've got to be three or more goals minus one fifteen. This is going to be a bit of a goal fest, folks. You have to take the over on this one. That's what I would do. There's no way West Brom are winning this. Tottenham are going to win this big. Mourinho is going to try to get squeeze every ounce of juice that he can from his players before they go off on international duty. So I think this team is, uh, I think this team is firing on all cylinders, and Tottenham are going to have a big, big win here. And again, look out for Tottenham. The addition of Gareth Bale's added some well-needed quality in depth for them. Not that he's a bench player; that's not what I'm suggesting. But they they've added more players. It's really a great addition for them. And uh, watch out, Tottenham are going to have a lot to say about this season. All right, uh, let's move along, shall we? The next one, I quite like this match, by the way. Two teams I like very much playing here. Uh, one, you know, having a uh, okay stadium, the uh, stadium, okay season. The other, having a not so great season. I'm talking about <coughs> Leicester City, whose uh, okay season uh, currently has them in second spot in the table Brendan Rodgers doing a wonderful job at, at, at Leicester City they've really gelled around their manager and this is at King Power and the other team who I really you know usually really like is Wolves but and Wolves are actually playing pretty well they're currently sick they haven't lost in uh, I think they lost what five games ago they lost to West Ham by the way West Ham have beaten a lot of teams <laughs> they are a very underrated team right now by the way uh, but let's go to Wolves, uh, back to Wolves. They uh, they beat Crystal Palace at home. <clears throat> they drew Newcastle at Molyneux. They uh, went to Leeds and lost 1-0. They beat Fulham 1-0 at home, and they did lose to uh, West Ham. That was their only loss on the season. Having said that, West uh, Leicester City right now are probably, uh, probably the best team they've played so far all season, and I do like Leicester at home for this, uh, plus, and there is plus money 
right now on Leicester. I, I could I could really argue that either team could win this game, but I think at home, Leicester City, King Power, I know they're no fans. I really like this one. Brendan Rodgers isn't going to drop the ball here. Plus 131 with, with plus money on Leicester, you have to take it. So that's going to be my pick here. Leicester City at plus 131. All right, let's move on to the big game. We're talking, of course, about Manchester City, Liverpool. And Manchester City have had a very interesting start to the season. They've drawn two games. They've lost a game. They have not been scoring a great deal of goals. And they've been, well, they haven't been conceding a ton of goals. But there are teams that have conceded less, like Arsenal. Wolves have conceded the same amount of goals as Man City right now. Crystal Palace have conceded, uh, pardon me, not Crystal Palace. Uh, I, I was I was wrong. Take that one back. Uh, let's have a look. We have City with eight, Wolves with eight, Arsenal with seven. Defensively, they're pretty good. Putting, goal, putting the ball in the back of the net has been a problem for Manchester City. Uh, and, and they started, have started fairly poorly for Man City. They obviously had that uh, win first match of the season against Wolves away, but then they lost 5-2 at home to Leicester. You can remember that game. I know I can. Then they drew 1-1 with uh, New Boys Leeds. Uh, they did beat Arsenal 1-0 at home. It was a bit labored. And then 1-1 against West Ham. We keep talking about West Ham here. They've been playing a big spoiling role. But it was that victory away at uh, Bramall Lane against Sheffield United. Uh, but again, it's Sheffield United that really been struggling. So it's difficult for me to know. We can talk about Liverpool, of course. <clears throat> and, um, you know, Diogo Jota, what an absolute revelation he's been. I believe he scored a hat-trick in the Champions League in the midweek. Uh, Liverpool lost one game. That was at Aberration. That 7-2 drubbing they got away at Villa Park. But they are currently top of the table. If you take that seven, those seven goals out, they've only conceded eight. But they have scored 17 goals on the season. Uh, only Tottenham and Leicester have scored a similar amount of goals. The problem with Liverpool right now is what's happening at the back. But I'm going to say what I said last time, which is that you know Virgil van Dijk's injury is a terrible thing, but they have conceded a fair number of goals with Virgil van Dijk. The question is, if Joel Matip is fit, I think he needs to be paired with Joe, Go Joe Gomez. Um, the standards have been uh, Nathaniel Phillips, uh, Rice Williams. They've done okay. But uh, Man City are not Atlanta. Let's put it that way. Anyway, um, the thing is, is that it's a bad time with a new defensive pairing because City will jump all over them. But I don't think City are in their best form either. <clears throat> and uh, I know lots of people are picking City for the win. Let me tell you, the odds right now are City are plus 100 favorites. Liverpool plus 225. I like the draw here, folks, uh, plus 255. I don't think this is going to be a particularly high-scoring game. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is a 1-1 draw, uh, Manchester City-Liverpool at the Etihad, and as Cher and Sonny used to say, the beat goes on. The next game at the Emirates, and this is, I believe, our final game of the weekend, is Arsenal against Aston Villa. 
And I have to tell you, I thought Arsenal were absolutely terrific last weekend against Man United. This team just really looked good. I really like this team at this point. I keep making the comparison between Arsenal and Man United. Two former players, and whereas Arteta was really an Everton legend a lot more than an Arsenal legend, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, obviously, you know, the baby-faced assassin, the super sub, etc., etc., Old Trafford legend. Solskjaer is not tactically, was outplayed tactically by Arteta last week, and I think his weakness as a tactical manager is overshadowing his strength as a man-manager and as the type of manager to whom the players relate. Arsenal, on the other hand, pardon me, Aston Villa, on the other hand, have been um, trying to think that the nicest the nicest way to put about Villa. Is they had that huge win against Liverpool, which I don't think anybody can explain. They then went on and beat uh, Leicester City away. But then they lost 3-0 at home to Leeds. They lost 4-3 at home to Southampton. And I just wonder if, for some reason, Villa have become a better away team than they have home team. On the other hand, they lost 3-0 at Craven Cottage. Uh, but no, they won 3-0 away at Craven Cottage. Excuse me. So, yeah, they have, what, one one home win on the season? Is that right? Yeah, they have one home win on the season. So as an away team, they're pretty good. That's giving me cause pause for concern on this particular match. And they have scoring goals at 15. They're leaking a few. And Arsenal, on the other hand, are not scoring as many goals. They're a little more miserly. You know what, folks? I am going to go out on a limb here and say at plus 380... I quite like Aston Villa. I think that's great value. You know what I'm going to recommend you do here? I don't think Arsenal are going to win this match. This is either going to be a draw at plus 270 or an Aston Villa win at plus 380. So I would hedge my bets here and I'd put a couple of bucks on both of those. All right, that's going to wrap up the Sunday matches. When we come back, I'll recap all my picks for Sunday. Just a reminder, log on to the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, you can check out the show right after it's done. And, um, of course, you can check us out live on the Sports Byline Network and Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports. All right, I'll be right back to wrap it up. All right, welcome back. Well, Soccer Radio, Nikki. But just a couple of minutes left. I want to recap all my picks for the weekend. These odds I'm giving you courtesy of our presenting sponsor, betonline.ag. Once again, Saturday, let's start it. Everton Man United at, Good- at Goodison Park. I'm going with the draw right now. It's plus 230. Uh, next match, Selhurst Park. Crystal Palace leads. I'm going with the visitors. High-flying promoted team, uh, Bielsa Boys, leads plus 147 for the win. Next match on Saturday at Stamford Bridge is Chelsea-Sheffield United. Will be another difficult day for the Blades. Chelsea should win this one. Money line minus 244. For Chelsea, I'm not sure there is an enormous value there. Uh, The final match on Saturday at the London Stadium is West Ham, Fulham. Uh, The Hammers have been in great form this season so far, have beaten a lot of the big boys. Wouldn't say Fulham is a big boy, but I fully expect West Ham to do the business at home 
and I would take the over two and a half goals on this one at minus 125. On to our Sunday matches. Uh, West Brom, Tottenham. Tottenham, the away team. I like Tottenham at minus 200. Once again, I would take the over. Over two and a half goals is minus 115. A decent bet there. Uh, on to the King Power, Leicester hosting Wolves. I will take the home team here, Leicester, at plus 131. Uh, Manchester City, Liverpool. I like the draw here, folks. At the Etihad, it is 1-1 in my opinion. And finally, at the Emirates, uh, Arsenal will host Villa. Folks, I'm going to give you two bets here. I would take Villa at plus 380 because Villa have been a great away team. And uh, that, that type of value is you can't shake your head at it. And finally, uh, I would also take the draw at plus 270, largely for the same reason. All right, uh, those are my picks. Go to betonline.ag, play some responsible bets, have fun with it, don't make a career out of it. <laughs> and I will check in with you on Monday. We'll see how I did. Don't forget, go to Believe. You can find our podcast there. You can f uh, also find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Just search World Soccer Radio. You'll find us there. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Stay safe and enjoy the football. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.